This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota. Volume 46, Number 7, from July of 1968. A Little Bit of Flag Waving. Written by Worshipful Brother Stuart M. L. Pollard, son of Most Worshipful Ralph J. Pollard, past Grandmaster of Maine. In the majority of regular and well-governed lodges in the United States, we'll find situated somewhere off to the right of the Worshipful Master in the East an object which is not included in the ageless definitions of supports, covering, furniture, ornaments, lights, or jewels of a lodge, but one which we all revere, respect, and admire. The flag of the United States of America. The national colors. Old glory. It is one of the primary supports of our way of life. It represents the rough ashlar of our republic, hewn and carved by so many of our Masonic forebears, these celebrated artisans who founded, fostered, and perpetuated the American dream. In order for our nation to reach the state of being a perfect ashlar, each of us, as Masons, must wield our working tools to break off the pieces of rough stone, the better to fit them for the builder's use. As a covering, the flag serves us equally well. It is the emblem of our United States. It affords us the protective canopy of peaceable assembly together with the inherent rights and privileges of citizenship. It doesn't take too much imagination to realize that anyone with a proficiency with words could conceivably weave a web of ritualistic rhetoric to categorize the flag as a furniture, ornament, light, or jewel in relationship to the Lodge. That is not the purpose of this short talk. Rather, it's to emphasize the flag in the Lodge Room. The rituals of some jurisdictions call attention to the flag by having a salute or the Pledge of Allegiance during the opening ceremonies. In other jurisdictions, it is left to the discretion of the Master. But in still others, there is no reference to the flag whatever. Too frequently, the flag is treated as just another piece of furniture, ignored to collect dust in the corner. In these times of vociferous vocal dissent aimed at undermining our government, disrupting its normal processes, and playing upon the emotions of a befuddled public, there is a crying need for some good old-fashioned flag-waving. There are those of us who take pride in our country, who cherish its ideals, and who, as Masons, subscribe to that charge given to entered apprentices in most jurisdictions, not to countenance disloyalty or rebellion, but patiently submit to legal authority and conform with cheerfulness to the government of the country in which you live. Masons, throughout the history of the United States, have been among the leaders in government, in the military establishment, and in the enterprises which foster patriotic ideals. It is time for Masons to again take their rightful place in patriotic leadership to counteract the cancer of unpatriotic dissent. 
large injections of faith in the government of the people, by the people, and for the people are needed to arrest the cancerous growth of rebellion. Heart transplants are needed to put purposeful life into the heartless chanters of Hell no, we won't go. Miracle drugs of pride are needed to supplant the dope used by so many to divorce themselves from reality. What better way to start with this patriotic crusade than in our lodge rooms? Let us emphasize the presence of old glory in the East. Let us have programs which call attention to the flag and which will permit us to stand a little taller because we've shown our respect to it while gathered around our sacred altar. There are so many special occasions when we can call attention to the flag. Brother George Washington's birthday, Law Week, Pearl Harbor Day, Memorial Day, Independence Day, and a host of others. It would take only a little added effort for a master or his program committee to come up with a short, simple, appropriate, and impressive ceremony or program of this nature. Patriotic readings, skits, flag presentations by brethren of the armed forces, patriotic singing, etc., are just some of the many programs which could be arranged. It might be just that added something that is needed to increase attendance. Ceremonies such as those suggested can become contagious. The participants, after getting over the initial self-consciousness, will swell their chests with the pride of accomplishment. The brethren on the sidelines will get a thrill of self-satisfaction in knowing that this is their flag which is being honored. And believe it or not, it will make it easier for everyone present to say, I am an American and proud of it. So much in masonry is expressed in symbols that it's not surprising that someone came up with this bit of homegrown philosophy, tying the symbolism of the flag to our beloved craft. The red of the flag reminds us of the little red schoolhouse, the fountainhead of knowledge. The white is symbolic of the white-painted church of the faith of our acceptance, while the blue is indicative of the blue lodge where we learn to put into practice the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. There have been several short talk bulletins published over the years dealing with such themes as the flag, patriotism, and good citizenship. A Mason's Flag, from July of 1926, contains this phrase, The unpatriotic Mason is an impossibility, as much so as dry water or black sunlight. The short talk bulletin, Stars of Glory, was published only seven months after America's entry into World War II, urging Masons to rededicate themselves to the principles of our common country stressing the importance and necessity of genuine patriotism through the Masonic teaching of love for country, the January 1942 Short Talk Bulletin recommends the following. If the Lodge is so fortunate as to possess a brother with dramatic talent, such a one may learn and recite the Toast to the Flag as a finale to the ceremony. Here's to the red of it, there's not a thread of it, in all the spread of it from foot to head. But Masons bled for it, faced steel and lead for it, slept with the dead for it, bathing it red. Here's to the white of it, who knows the might of it, thrills to the sight of it, through day and night. 
Womanhood's care for it made manhood dare for it. Purity's prayer for it kept it so white. Here's to the blue of it, heavenly hue of it, star-spangled view of it, constant and true. Here's to the whole of it, stars, stripes, and pole of it. Here's to the soul of it, red, white, and blue. Note, the toast to the flag was written by John J. Daly, a newspaperman in New Britain, Connecticut, in 1917. While a simple announcement by the master, please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag, is appropriate, a little effort and a little imagination could include the pledge in a simple, impressive ceremony. Here's one idea. Worshipful Master. Brother Marshall, you will present the flag of our country at the altar. Marshall, accompanied by stewards and or deacons with rods, march in single file to the northeast corner. Marshall secures flag from the stand. Deacons and or stewards form an arch with their rods. Marshall goes through the arch with the flag, halts. Rods are lowered to carry position. Deacons and stewards face the west, flanking the marshal. They then march west, squaring corners, and approach the altar from the west, facing east. Marshall stands so that the flag is in the light shining on the altar. Martial music will add to the impressiveness. Worshipful Master, Brethren, you will join me in reaffirming our allegiance to the flag of our country. In unison, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. This could be followed by the singing of one verse of America or by a soloist singing God Bless America or a brother reciting the toast to the flag. Worshipful Master, Brother Marshall, you will post the colors. Marshall and stewards and deacons return the flag to its stand, reversing the procedure of securing. Variations of ceremonies respecting the flag are limited only by the limits of one's imagination. It would be fitting during such a ceremony to offer a prayer for our brethren in uniform, who are defending our flag, our country, and our freedoms in the four corners of the world. Ceremonies of this type are symbolic of a Mason's heritage. What more fitting place to conduct them than in the symbolic lodge? This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry. And this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions, and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota, who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brotherly love, relief, and truth since 1853.